This is a Web Canopy Studio production. What's up, guys? You got Tim here. Thank you for listening. Today, we have a great topic for you, talking about website brand, messaging, and strategy. And we have a great guest here, my buddy Brennan, who's just absolutely brilliant with this stuff. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back to another episode of Under the Canopy. I'm your host, Tim, and I'm joined today by Brennan Seek, who is a design and developer extraordinaire. Brennan, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good, Tim. Happy uh, now that I'm talking to you, but uh, yeah. yeah, doing great. And tell the, the listeners who don't know you just a, a sentence or two on what you do here at Web Canopy. Sure. Uh, I'm a UX designer here at Web Canopy. That means I, I work on the creative team and we... We primarily focus on websites and designing and building websites, uh, but you know we also work on a ton of other stuff. Anything that you know sort of needs to be designed or developed, whether it's a website or not, we sort of work on that. So I'm very much in uh, the web world all the time, but you know sometimes go elsewhere. But yeah, yeah. That's, that's briefly it. So the topic today is actually an exciting one for me because I, I have been on more work, basically the more the marketing side of our client services team. And we're talking instead today more on the website side, um, which is where you excel, obviously. And this is something that I, I don't know as much about and I don't get to talk about as much. So this is kind of fun for me. And uh, this is part one of a three-part series. And we're really talk today about the kind of the strategy, the brand, building a story, messaging, just the high-level stuff when you're kicking off a website project. What are the things you need to cover? We're not going to get too, too tactical or technical here. Um, those will be covered in some later episodes. So I guess, Brennan, just to kick things off, uh, at a high level, let's just talk a little bit about the, the impact and the power of storytelling on a website and why it's so important to begin with a clear strategy and impactful messaging. Well, at a high level, uh, I'd say that, you know, one thing that the, the, the key message here is that a good story captivates people, no matter what form it's in. It's like, it could be in a movie. If the story's bad, you'll stop watching. If, if you, if the story's good, you'll continue watching. And so when you're looking at web design and strategy for, you know, how you present yourself online, you want to incorporate storytelling and a good story. And so in order to do that, you, you want to create personas for the people that you're trying to uh, appeal to or your customers, however you want to look at it. And in order to do that, you need to understand the needs of those people and tell them a story about how you're going to help them and meet their needs and give them what they need and bring value to them. So that's the story you're telling. And the website does that. And so it's important to keep it simple but uh, hit specific points with people. And uh, yeah, it's very important with strategy. So like as a, as a designer, as a web strategist, what are the like, as you're kicking off a, a project and imagine like brand new client, you don't know really anything about them. You don't know anything about their target audience. You don't know what their core services or products or all that stuff is. And, and imagine there's sort of a discovery phase where you're uncovering all that stuff. But from your perspective, what are some like key questions that you're asking to make sure you understand the brand enough in order to design a website about it? And what are some examples of, of how you just, what your, your mentality is going into those conversations? That's a great question. Um, and to be honest, it's, it's different for every client, but uh, I'd say more or less the, the typical experiences, we do start with a very thorough discovery process. It usually takes a couple of weeks. We, we go through everything with that client about um, their, their customers, what they, who they are, where they live, like what, what all these details about them so that we can go back and tell that story. But 
Um, in order to better understand someone's brand, you can tap into a lot of that same information and, and make connections between the customers they're trying to appeal to and who they are and highlight uh, the important things about them. But um, that's not always the easiest thing to uncover. And it's, uh, it's always an interesting process to go through uh, what we call the foundry with clients. And, and then usually after that, we have a ton of information, really helpful information for messaging and, and to inform the design. And, and the more information we can get during that process, the better the design process goes and the better everything ends up. I, uh, I am a big fan of that part of the project because it's just a lot of fun to talk to people. Now, so imagine you, you've gone through all that and now you're tasked with, um, with some design work, right? Obviously starting with the homepage, but how, how do you capture a company's brand identity and lay it out on a website? It's no small task, right? And, and then, it, I mean, from a, if I'm playing ignorance, I might just say, okay, you need to make sure that the logo's there, right? And it's the right colors and this is the font treatment, but it's much more than that, isn't it? Well, you're certainly right. It, it can be as simple as just that. And that's the beautiful thing is, is a brand's identity can be whatever, uh, whatever. It, it, there's no static, like you must meet this requirement to have an identity and every brand is different. But you're right. Those things are certainly the most core and visible components of a, comp of a brand. You know, you, you can think of a million logos and what color they are. But I think my, my opinion is that a brand's identity is a little bit more than just the visual aspect of it. Um, and, and it incorporates more of a collective like representation of what people think about that company and their values and their culture. And so coming back to design, you want to include that, that factor, like, like try to identify that, try to figure out what it is about this company that, that people like. And like, so that needs to be involved too. It's not always just the visual stuff. I mean, it, it always is the visual stuff, but there's a lot of the time so much more to be highlighted and talked about. And so in a big picture, yeah, it really does matter what the colors are, what the logo is, and what the font is. And those should be well-known and, and shared widely, but other things are important as well. Right. So speaking of like brand identity and, and even the, the whole design discovery process where, where we, our team is trying to learn everything that we can about uh, a new client, right? Uh, part of that involves having some asking some difficult questions and sometimes having some difficult conversations. I mean, you and I have both been on meetings together where we're, we're challenging a little bit or pushing the client to think of themselves in a different way. And, you know, without giving away too much, we've had companies restructure their entire organization based on the discovery process with us. We're like, they were like, we were totally wrong about this. We were going about this the wrong way. Um, so a roundabout way of I'm just kind of asking, like, you know, there are some difficult, difficult conversations. I'm sure as a designer, you're, and as an outsider for a client, you're coming in with a different perspective and fresh ideas that sometimes is uncomfortable for the client to, to look at or understand. So what are some of those hard truths? What are there some of those uh, changes in perception that you've had to deal with with clients as they undergo this process? Well, like you said, it's, it is very interesting and, and not to get in the thick of it, but some crazy stuff has happened and, and it, it happens because the discussions are important and, um, and talking about the difficult stuff or the stuff that maybe the elephants in the room that people don't want to say uh, because they're all in the same room together all the time. Uh, they can be talked about with us. Like we're a, we're a third party almost, but I mean, we're all partners in this process, but sometimes the conversation is, is much easier to have when you're, when you're not having it amongst each other. And so um, a lot of the times clients are really open uh, to receptive and honest conversation about those hard truths. And, you know, whether that is 
uh, that they've latched onto like an outdated aesthetic or uh, may not be familiar with color theory or harmony as well as we are on, on our team. And so basically what I'm getting at is the best way to talk about these hard truths is to put yourself in their shoes, figure out where they're coming from and, and remind them that it's not a, it's not like an, an attack on anything that, they stand for, they believe, or that they love. It's, it's more about having a conversation about how to improve um, what we're working on here and how to create the best representation of them that we can. And so those conversations can be tough, but they're always productive, I think. And uh, you, it can be a little you know, rough in the middle of it, but at the end of it, when people have time to think about what we talked about, it usually is, is, is well-received and helps the project move forward in a, in a better direction. So that's what I think about hard truths. I think they're worth talking about. Never avoid them. Always talk about them. I love it. And I'm sure the, the clients have always been better off for it. And I remember one example where, uh, this might've been before you even started here, but we had a, it was an in-person in visit from a client where they were here for a couple day workshop and um, we were building a site for them. And they, there was a heated argument between the two gentlemen that came. One was the CEO, one was the CFO where they were arguing about, hey, we are a, uh, a SaaS company with a product. And the other guy said, no, we're a service company that has products. And it's just like that, that little subtle difference changes a lot in how you talk about your company, the messaging, the perception, and all that stuff. And they got kind of heated. People had to leave the room, just let those two work it out. And, uh, but of course, like, they, they were so much better off for, they landed in a good place, but it's just those hard conversations that brings out some fascinating uh, outcomes and, and usually better results. So um, let's talk a little bit about the homepage. So obviously it's the most important page on any website. Um, and usually this is the time where from a design perspective, you're spending the most time on the design, right? Because this obviously informs everything else on the rest of the site. This is where certainly like if we're working with a marketing director or something, this is the part that like the C-suite's going to get eyes on and usually approve. They don't care about like the the, the other pages as much. They want to know that the homepage is going to be just right. So usually there's a lot of back and forth, a lot of editing. Um, can you talk a little bit about from a designer perspective, why the homepage is so important and kind of what's your approach to coming up with a story and, and the layout for a page like that? Sure. Um, the homepage is obviously super important for a, a number of reasons. Uh, what you mentioned about establishing the design you know, feel for the rest of the site that starts at the homepage and should always be consistent throughout the rest of the pages, but that's where it all starts. And so you really have to hit the mark there and, and it's worth taking time with, with the client to really hit that mark and, and make sure that they're, they're happy with, with what it is, because that will be the theme for the rest of the pages. And you, you pick and pull from that all the time. So visually speaking, that's a really important thing that happens during the homepage uh, design process step, I guess. But otherwise, you know, the messaging that you're pulling into the homepage, the strategy, like it's, it's all, it all fits together and comes together in that one page and then distills down to the more specific things you're trying to talk about. But, um, you gotta nail the homepage. Like you have to catch their attention, talk to them directly. Like they need to hear you and it, it needs to keep them there. And so you got to really work on incorporating that story that we talked about earlier using the, the strategy of storytelling to keep people on the homepage so that they can find their way to the other pages that they need that more, you know, that talk about what they're interested in in more depth. So you don't want to go too deep in the homepage. That's, I think, a mistake that a lot of people uh, think is a good thing, that, that more information on the homepage is better. When instead, uh, what we found is that 
sites have more success when you you keep it simple on the homepage and, and you don't make it hard for people to get to where they need to go. That's, it, it needs to be that type of junction, but also very compelling. So you have to, you have to incorporate a lot of different things and uh, hit a bunch of different marks, but you got to do it right because it's, uh, it sets the tone for everything else. Yeah, that's a great answer. So um, we've talked about some specific things. Now I kind of want to open the floor to you, um, I guess, to share some of the, the biggest challenges that you've seen when, when building a strategy and building a layout for a website. Now the design is kind of its own thing, a UX UI component something we'll talk about on another episode and building it's a whole other beast as well. But just for this part of the website, the strategy, the messaging, the, the, the brand, um, how do you, what are the biggest challenges there that you see all the time? Uh, so I think for me, the, the biggest challenges that I have to work through during the design process uh, is they revolve around incorporating just the right amount of information or design elements and, and finding this like balance between simplicity and complexity and, and like finding the right way to highlight complex ideas in an understandable way. Like that's something that I spend a lot of time thinking about. And, and that's not just, a, uh, you know, choice of words or messaging. That's also how you lay out information. Like think about uh, a textbook and how they lay out complex information on pages in a bunch of different ways. Like they've, they found a way to do it and it's, it's comprehensible and usable by the people that need it. And so websites are the same way and, and you really have to think about that. And when you do it right, people don't even notice. And that's the great thing because it's, it's so intuitive and simple and they get it and they, there's no complaints. That means you've done it right. And I think that if you take the time to really figure that out and, and understand who you're designing for, give them what they need, you, uh, you should hit that mark, but it's very important. And, uh, I hope that answers your question. That was a, no, that's great. Yeah. And one of the things too, in the website projects that I've worked on is that one of the challenges is just to stay focused, maybe, especially now. I mean, it's just the nature of the beast is just, it's so big, right? Building a brand new website, especially for our enterprise client. There are mm -hmm. so many cooks in the kitchen. There's so much layers of complexity with their getting their voice just right. I mean, it's so much more fun and easy, I think, building for like a startup who doesn't have years and years of like, just uh, of baggage, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. and, and so it's, I think it's one of the challenges staying focused because just like I said, the nature of the beast, it gets people's just at each other's throats. And, and that's okay because it, usually it's really good, good, productive conversation. So I think just from my experience, getting people to to stay focused, think about the end goal and, and not to, to, you know, lose sight of, of what the project is and where it's going. I agree. I'm with you. I think it's, yeah. uh, yeah, it's, it's important that the road can be bumpy, but it's always worth going down and, uh, it, the, the process is better. I think so I as we wrap up, uh, Brennan, so like I said, this is, this is uh, number one of a, th a three part series talking strategy and, and messaging and design and all that. What are, I guess if someone's listening to this, what's one thing that you'd want them to remember or take away as they go about their day and never listen to this episode again? Uh, I'd say if you're ever tasked with designing a homepage, less is more. And, uh, and the, simplest, the simplest possible way of explaining or describing something is the best way to do it. And, and it's easy to overcomplicate it. So uh, 
that's what I would say. Just remember that like this, this as simple as something can be is how it should be. And don't overcomplicate it because it's easy to, I do it all the time. And uh, sometimes you got to go back and try again, but that's what I would remember. Just keep it simple. Simpler. I better. love that. I love that. Yeah. People think they need to get everything about their company on the homepage. Mm-hmm. That's just not true. It's actually, it'll hurt you if you try to do that. So exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, Brennan, thank you for joining me today. This has been fun. I agree. Yeah, this has been a blast. Great Friday. Yeah. We'll see you soon. And uh, thank you guys for listening. Have a great weekend.